Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome in to Outkick the Show, Friday edition. I appreciate all of you. I hope all of you are having fabulous early starts to your weekend. I was looking last night while I was watching Thursday Night Football. And my take on the WNBA champion, Las Vegas Aces, against a high school state champion boys team of my choice now has 4 million views on TikTok. And I was looking at it and I was like, you know what? I should read some of the top comments on TikTok for that video. And I was thinking that before Patrick Beverly decided the NBA player to weigh weigh in and take a shot at me uh, over uh, my opinion here. So let me go see what the latest numbers are on that video, which is obviously through the roof. My apologies. As I am speaking to you right now, it has not 4 million views, but 3.9 million. Uh, 413,000 likes, 16,700 comments. Um, And here are the top comments. Uh, 16,748 people on TikTok alone have commented. I want to see Cooper Flag drop 50 on the champs. Would be the most watched WNBA game of all time. By the way, liked by 64,000 people on TikTok. Uh, Cooper Flag dropping 100 points, 50 rebounds, and 50 blocks in one game. This video has been viewed more than the WNBA. It would be millions of people's first time watching the WNBA. They won't do it because it would be the nail in the coffin for the WNBA. By the way, 27,800 likes for that one. I would pay $100 on pay-per-view to watch this. 17,000 likes. Could be the first WNBA game to end in a profit. 10,500 likes. Uh, I don't think they've got the million to put on the line. Deep down, they know. Imagine with a WNBA team dealing with a 16-year-old LeBron. NBA would have to subsidize their bet. Would be the most watched WNBA game of all time. Sorry, would be the first watched WNBA game of all time. Let's all pretend why we don't know why they won't take this bet. Wait. WNBA has been around for 25 years? I would 100% watch that game. That means the NBA would have to front the million. This TikTok has more views than any WNBA game. Uh, All right. This is all, again, I'm just reading directly from the top of the comments of the 4 million people who have watched my video. Thank you on TikTok. 16,700 of you took the time to comment, 413,000 likes. So this has struck a uh, struck a chord. Lots of people very interested in this. 
including evidently, uh, and let me make sure that I get this right, including evidently Patrick Beverly, who has been in the uh, NBA for a while. Evidently, Patrick Beverly went on his podcast and they told him about my million-dollar wager. And Patrick Beverly, and I'm reading from Overtime Heroics. I haven't actually listened to this. He said, Clay Travis has to be on drugs. Uh, I don't give a fuck what he say. I'm reading their transcription. They are way more physical than man. I was chasing Ariel Powers. Evidently, she's a WNBA player through screens, and they hit you more. They screen hard. They hold their screens. It's a physical-ass game, bro. It's crazy. These WNBA girls are skilled. You know, as a player, you want to watch basketball. That's first. But you actually want to see, okay, cool, like who got bag, who do this, who do that. This is Patrick Beverly. Um, And... My position on this is, okay, you said that, and again, I'm quoting, uh, let's make sure I get this right, he has to be on drugs. Clay Travis has to be on drugs. That's what you said, Pat Baverly. Not right now, I'm not on drugs, for the record. I'll take a drug test as necessary. I believe that my high school state champion boys team would destroy the WNBA champs. Patrick Beverly, I'm now directly addressing you. You are rich, like I am rich. We are both very fortunate to be rich dudes, all right? In fact, let me look up what your career earnings are, um, and I will submit that you clearly have the money to put your money where your uh, mouth is. People said, oh, Clay Travis, uh, you know, he doesn't even believe this. No, no, I 100% believe what I'll put a million dollars down. That's what I said. I said, I will put a million dollars down. And right now, Patrick Beverly, let's see what he made in his career. I think Patrick Beverly has made like $100 million in his career. I can't exactly find his full contracts, but he's made, well, maybe he hasn't made that much money. He's clearly got a million dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's clearly got the money. He signed a $40 million contract with the, what I don't even know what that logo is. Is it the Clippers? He signed a $18 million contract, $23 million contract with the Rockets. And right now he's making... Let, like last year, he made $8.5 million from the Lakers. And right now, he's got a 13 or he had a $13 million deal with, uh, with making $3 million now with the 76ers, I think. I don't even know what team he's on. He's made a ton of money, tens of millions of dollars. All right. So, Patrick Beverly, you say I'm on drugs for my opinion that a state champion high school boys team would beat the WNBA champs. Put a million dollars down on behalf of of the WNBA champs. You called out my opinion. You said the girls play super physical. They set hard screens. Okay. You put, I'm calling you out. You said I'm on drugs. I'll put a million dollars down. 
on my high school boys team that I pick, a state champion team that I will select in March, you pick the Las Vegas Aces, who are the two-time defending WNBA champs, or if you think there's a better WNBA team, I'll even let you pick them, you put a million dollars down on them. We will show up at a disagreed-upon date. I will push a million dollars in cash on my side. You can push a million dollars in cash out on your side. That means we will have we'll have security. We'll have uh, people out there to protect the money. We'll have $2 million in cash at center court. $1 million of your dollars, $1 million of my dollars. At the end of the game, if I'm wrong and the WNBA team wins, I will give my million dollars to your WNBA team. But at the end of the game, if I'm right and my high school boys state champs win, you will give your million dollars to the boys team. I am willing to put a million dollars down on my position. Are you willing to put a million dollars down on your position? You've got tens of millions of dollars. You said I had to be on drugs to have the opinion that I do. My money's out there. Will you put the money behind your mouth, Patrick Beverly? Gauntlet thrown. Get your WNBA team that sets such hard screens and get them fired up to try to take my million dollars. And I'll go recruit, figure out who my state champion boys team is. We'll put this game out there. We'll let America watch be the most watched WNBA game of all time and the winning team be it the high school boys or the WNBA women get a million dollars step up you said I'm on drugs I'm putting my money where my mouth is will you Patrick Beverly ball in your court I also tweeted it out step up you got the money I got the money. Who's going to win? Let's see. Somebody's going to get a million dollars. Let's make this game happen. Um, last night, I thought that Will Levis played pretty solid. I think that most Steeler fans would agree with me that if they had to choose right now, Kenny Pickett or Will Levis... Will Levis looked way better with what I think is a way weaker offensive line and worst receiving talent than Kenny Pickett did. Not to mention Kenny Pickett is now in year two. Will Levis was in game two. So Steelers get the win, the under hit. Hope you listen to Kelly in Vegas and me say take the under. I think the biggest takeaway, first of all, the Steelers have been outgained in all eight of their games so far this year, and yet they are still five and three. I don't believe that's ever happened through eight games in the history of the NFL that a team would be outgained in total yardage in every game and end up with a winning record through eight games. So that's pretty crazy. Um, a lot of people pointing to the final drive. I Look, Will Levis had to force the ball. He had to worry about getting sacked. I don't have an issue with the interception. I was actually impressed that he was even able to get the Titans in a position where they could throw into the end zone. 
Um, so to me, the easy decision going forward for the Titans is you've got to play Will Levis for the rest of the year. I don't know how healthy Ryan Tannehill's ankle is. I don't really care if he's back to 100% healthy. The Titans are 3-5. and five. They're behind the Jags, I think, who are 6-2. and two. You're unlikely to win the division, barring some awful injury to Trevor Lawrence or something like that. And as a result, I think you just go ahead and say, okay, is Will Levis the guy? And he gets to start, assuming he stays healthy, healthy the final nine games of the season now. That would mean that he would get to start 11 games overall. By the end of this year, you would see a pretty strong indication, I think, of whether he's going to be the quarterback of the future or not. Uh, That, to me, is a pretty big takeaway. I don't think Kenny Pickett's going to pan out uh, with the Steelers. And he may not have been 100% healthy last night, so that can certainly impact your ability. But he just missed way too many easy throws. I mean throws that an NFL quarterback can't miss. Honestly, he was lucky that three or four of his uh, passes weren't picked off because he missed high a bunch. Missed his receivers, wasn't very accurate. Steelers ran the ball, I thought, pretty well. Um, But to me, the biggest takeaway was, if you had to choose right now, would you rather have Will Levis on your team or uh, would you rather have Kenny Pickett? I don't even think that's a difficult decision. I think even Steeler fans would be like, yeah, I'll roll the dice with uh, Will Levis. I'm not sure how good Will Levis is. I'm not sure if Will Levis is ever going to be a high-level quarterback in the NFL. That's why you let him start the next nine games. But I'm pretty confident through two years' worth of data now from Kenny Pickett that he's not going to be a high-level performer at the quarterback position for the Steelers. By the way, let me go ahead and give you the rest of my NFL picks. Like I said, we already got the win on the under. Uh, I'm in the Dolphins-Chiefs game, the over 50. Remember, this game has taken place in Frankfurt, Germany. It's going to kick off early on Sunday. A lot of you are still going to be hungover. You're not going to be up yet. Go make sure that you get your bets in. I've got the Rams plus three at the Packers. I bet this before we knew the full health of uh, Matthew Stafford. I don't love this game as much as I did before, thinking Stafford would play. Vikings-Falcons also bet this one before we found out that Taylor Heineke is going to be getting the start over Desmond Ritter. I still like the under 37 in that game. Uh, Seahawks-Ravens, I like the over. And then Cowboys-Eagles, I like the over as well. If you got your bets in early, We got double dubs last night by a half point, by the way. The gambling gods were favorable for us. Uh, We hit already on Wake Duke. Uh, Remaining gambling picks, A&M Ole Miss, I've got the under. Nebraska-Michigan State, I've got the under. Ohio State at Rutgers, plus 18 and a half. Uh, I've got Florida beating Arkansas. Notre Dame uh, beating Clemson and the under. Iowa at Northwestern, the under. Oklahoma at Oklahoma State. This is tap the veins, boys and girls. I love Oklahoma State plus the points. I think Oklahoma State's going to win this game outright. I've got Mizzou plus the points on the road at Georgia. Pitt plus a ton at home against Florida State. Uh, Vanderbilt plus the points against Auburn. Cal at Oregon, the over. Obviously, I've got a lot of bets. Purdue at Michigan minus 
the big number here. I think Michigan's going to obliterate Purdue. I think it's going to be like 45-3, to something like that. Uh, LSU-Bama, biggest game of the weekend. Uh, I've got the over 59.5 in this one. Uh, Kentucky at Mississippi State, I've got the under. And Miami at NC State, uh, I have got the under as well. Uh, All right, several different serious uh, stories. Poll is out. I want to make sure that I get this right. A poll is out from the state of Kentucky showing that Daniel Cameron has now equaled uh, the uh, current incumbent, Daniel Bashir, and even that Cameron may have taken a slight lead. This is probably the most contested race statewide that's going to be happening uh, in 2023. Election day is Tuesday. I would encourage all of you to go vote for Daniel Cameron. You know, right now, Kentucky is the only state in the SEC that has a Democrat governor. Some people say, well, Louisiana. No, Louisiana just elected a Republican. So that is flipping. The only state right now that has a Democrat governor, uh, that will have a Democrat governor in January, in theory, uh, still in office and continuing, is Kentucky. Bashir was a disaster on all things COVID. He shut down the state of Kentucky. He kept kids in masks. He wouldn't let people go to church. He failed on everything COVID. If you are in Kentucky and you are angry about what they did to you to take away your freedoms during COVID, Bashir has friggin' endorsed Joe Biden. And I think this is also important. Bashir, if something were to happen to Mitch McConnell or Rand Paul, both Republican governors, he says he's going to appoint a Democrat governor, uh, even though the state of Kentucky is overwhelmingly red. That by itself is enough evidence for why I would be voting for Daniel Cameron because, again, this could be a 50-50 Senate. And having a Democrat governor in a deep red state like Kentucky that Donald Trump's going to win by like 30 points, the guy who failed on all COVID-related issues, Daniel Cameron should be your choice. Go get your votes in. Based on these recent polls, it is going to be very, very close. And right after that, we'll continue the discussion. But first, a momentary break. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Uh, Sam Bankman-Fried has been found guilty. Uh, Fast result from the jury. Took him about four or five hours of deliberation. And Sam Bankman-Fried guilty on all counts. Uh, He was guilty of fraud. Let me ask you this question. Why is it Moderna or Pfizer... Why aren't either of those companies going to have to deal with their clear fraud? Remember when they tried to get you to get their product and Moderna and Pfizer both said, if you got the COVID shot, you would never get COVID. You would never have to worry about it again. 
That's what they told you when they sold their product. How is that not fraud? Why should Moderna and Pfizer be entitled to any profits at all? If I were a politician, I would introduce a bill clawing back every dollar of profit that Moderna and Pfizer received for their COVID shots, which were sold in a fraudulent fashion. Why should our taxpayer dollars go to enriching two for-profit companies that perpetrated a fraud on the entire United States? Now look, a jury of the peers has decided that Sam Bankman-Fried is guilty of fraud, and he will bear the consequences for what he did at FTX, the crypto company. But what Sam Bankman-Fried did pales in comparison, in my opinion, to the fraud that was perpetrated by Moderna and Pfizer, and I keep pointing this out, reading directly from the New York Times, 12 to 17-year-old kids who got the COVID shot had uh, a risk of uncommon heart problems. Kids ages 2 to 5 who got the Moderna and the Pfizer shot had a rise in the incidence of seizures and convulsions. And also, even for the elderly, those who received COVID uh, shots saw a 20% increase in their risk of stroke with the Pfizer shot and an increase of 35% in the risk of stroke after the Moderna shot. Those are in elderly people. Not only did the shots fail, via fraud you were encouraged and even sometimes forced to get these shots based on a fraudulent perpetration of what they would do, but on top of that, they actually were dangerous to 12 to 17-year-olds, to babies, basically, infants and young kids, 2 to 5, and to the elderly. If Sam Bankman-Fried is going to jail, potentially for the rest of his life, for a fraud perpetrated by FTX, why in the world is no one being held accountable for what Moderna and Pfizer did and the fraud they perpetrated and profited off of upon the entire United States? Question for all of you to uh, to contemplate. Uh, Also, I try to be as honest with you guys as I can, so I want to address this. Um, I am being audited on my personal tax return by the IRS for my 2021 tax return. What's crazy is I was told when I signed on with Buck Sexton to replace Rush Limbaugh, I'm not kidding about this, they said, prepare for your tax returns to get audited every year that there's a Democrat in office. I've never been audited before. I got in the mail a audit request from the IRS for the year that I took over and started working alongside of Buck Sexton in 2021. Now, I try to be as honest with you guys as I possibly can. Neither of my parents ever made $50,000 in a year. I am a public school kid from kindergarten to 12th grade. I have never, ever inherited millions of dollars. I don't have offshore bank accounts or anything complicated in my tax return. Everything that I have ever made is from my direct labor. That is, I bust my ass, I work as hard as I can, and I make as much money as I can. Uh, About 10 years ago, and I don't remember the exact year, 
about 10 years ago, I started to make around a million dollars or more a year. Um, so this is not as if I've suddenly had wealth and I didn't have wealth before. So I have been making a good living for about 10 years. Um, prior to that, I was not making a very good living. I was making, you know, $45,000 a year in my 30s. So I have gotten rich off my hard work, but I invested for a long time in my career before I got super rich, right? Before I started making lots of money, started about 10 years ago. I make a really lot of money now. I do. Um, never got audited. I firmly believe that if I had kept doing sports talk radio and I had not taken over legendary time slot of Rush Limbaugh, I don't believe I would have been audited at all. And I don't think, by the way, that the timing is coincidental. Literally the first year that I take over for Rush and start to aggressively share my political opinions on the biggest radio show in the country, I suddenly get hit with an IRS audit. And remember, on my IRS tax return, they know what I do for a living. I don't buy into the fact that you are looking at my tax return and you're going to audit me and somebody in the supervisory role and everybody else who sees the tax return, they know that I'm a radio show host, right? It's literally what my occupation is listed as. You can see where my income is coming from. You know what I do for a living. I'm not some anonymous quant guy who suddenly is making a lot of money and you're like, wait a minute, what does this guy do for a living? Where's his money coming from? I'm not a hedge fund guy. I'm not a private equity guy. I talk for a living and that's how I get paid. I write for a living. I, uh, I do video for a living, like all those things. So this is not, in my opinion, coincidental. I think if I had kept doing sports, I would have continued to make a lot of money and I would not be getting audited right now. I think this is a clear message from Joe Biden's administration that they want to inflict punishment on me because the process is the punishment. Just like they're doing with Trump, right? I'm probably going to end up having to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in tax attorneys and in accounting fees to demonstrate that the millions of dollars in taxes I paid, and it is millions of dollars in taxes that I paid, that that is an accurate reflection of what my tax bill was. So, again... I think this is definitely intentional. And I would just ask you, hey, compare me with Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is around a decade older than me. Crackhead son of the United States president. Hunter Biden didn't even file tax returns for multiple years. He didn't pay millions of dollars that we know of in ill-gotten gains that he received from China, from Ukraine, from all sorts of shady foreign uh, business interests. Didn't even file a tax return. And Joe Biden's son was protected from all consequences. There haven't been any charges brought against him for tax-related issues. Uh, somebody loaned him money to be able to pay his back taxes, and he even had the audacity to write this week a USA Today editorial 
arguing that he was a victim of political weaponization. I would ask you this. Who is being targeted for their politics more? Your boy, who has been paying taxes my whole life, paying my fair share every dollar that I owe, filing my tax returns, giving the government millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars even, or or Hunter Biden, who didn't do any tax returns, who tried to hide all of his foreign business income and has not had one single iota of consequences. This is how a rigged uh, administrative state works. They throw the book at political adversaries like me, who correctly point out that Joe Biden is the worst president in any of our lives. Southern border is a disaster. Inflation has risen the cost of everybody's life. Crime is a total mess. We got war in the Middle East. We got war in uh, in Europe. I am unabashedly opposed to Joe Biden's reelection. They come after me with process crimes, with uh, IRS audits, first one of my life, same year that I take over my radio show. And simultaneously, they protect Hunter Biden from all the consequences of all of his actual crimes. He didn't even file tax returns. Maybe I should just defend myself by saying I was a crackhead. Oh, wait, that wouldn't work. I'm not the president's loser son. Y'all have fantastic weekends. Blood Bank guarantee on Oklahoma State. I hope the picks continue to roll. This has been Outkick the Show. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP.